Hello, everybody. I don't know why. I always feel like the saying hello part is so awkward in the beginning. But today, we're going to be talking about self-worth. And that's because I feel like it's a big topic that a lot of people struggle with for a really long time without realizing that that's the sole reason they're having an identity crisis. I don't know why I said it like that. An identity crisis in their 20s. And yeah, so today I'm just going to be... I thought it would be fun because I've been obsessed with the um, girl on TikTok. I don't know if any of you know who I'm talking about. And if you don't, that's going to be so weird. And you won't understand the point. But um, this girl... I don't know how old she is. But the one that like complains about everything. where Or she doesn't complain. She... Like, where she's like, you're an idiot. Like, you know, she lets her intrusive thoughts win and she, like, goes off about stuff. I don't remember, but she has that one, like, specific eyeliner. I feel like you know who I'm talking about. Hopefully you do, but I'm just going to assume you do. So, I felt like today, instead of talking about um, how to fix your self-worth, I would talk about um, top 10 worst things to base your self-worth on and the reason I'm picking that over solutions is because I feel like a good place to start is recognizing that there is a problem and I feel like when I go through this list a lot of people probably nobody because no one's listening but (laughs) a lot of people are going to realize that oh my god that's me because I've I feel like I've based my self-worth on most of these things throughout my preteens and even like throughout my teenage years and before that before I realized that honestly there's no point in basing yourself worth on any of these but I felt like I would help others because I'm a nice person okay so let's get started with the list oh actually I feel like before we get into the list we should talk about what self-worth is maybe I should google a definition I feel like that would be a good start but I mean, self-worth is just how, like, what different things. Okay, self-worth is the internal sense of being good enough and worthy of love and belonging from others. Self-worth is often confused with self-esteem, which relies on external factors such as success and achievements to define worth and can often be inconsistent, leading to someone struggling with feeling worthy. So maybe this should be more of, like, what you base your self-esteem on. But I don't know, I feel like self-worth makes more sense with the way I'm going with this. So we're just going to stick with that, even though it might be the wrong term, but it's okay. Um, starting with the list. Okay, these are from 1 to 10, but I feel like all of these are just as bad. So I don't know why I put them in 1 to 10 order, but I did put them in 1 to 10 order, order so that's how we're going to be going through it. But 1 will be like the absolute worst. And I feel like this list is mostly based on my experiences so for someone else my 10 might be their one (laughs) but 10 is actually good okay my siri one's on anyways um so for 10 we're going to start with basing your self-worth on how others view you now um i'm going to talk about the pros and cons of this because i feel like most of these have a few pros that might be the toxic in me but i do feel like some of these have like like constructive criticism to yourself um but the problem with 
basing your self-worth on how others view you is that you can't control how others view you. Like, you could be the nicest person on earth and someone's going to have a problem with it. And the issue with that is you can't please everybody. So especially if your goal is to have everyone view you as this nice person, I'm sorry to break it to you, no one's going to... There's not there's not going to be a single experience where everybody is going to... Actually, that's not true. Some people are just nice. Some people just are nice. But I don't know. In my own experience, you really can't control how others view you. And someone's always going to have a problem with something. And also, in general, why would you want to base your self-worth on what others think? That's embarrassing because why do you care so much what others think about you? I used to care. I feel like I still do. <laughs> this can be a bit hypocritical of me but it is I feel like it's something I need to realize as well like who cares because I know I don't think that deeply on others as I think others think on me I feel like it's a wake-up call that I need to remind myself of all the time that like literally nobody cares like what you wear to school nobody's gonna remember what you wore to school yesterday nobody and also like um how you drop how you drop your plate in the lunchroom nobody's gonna care but in terms of self-worth yeah even when it comes to your friends which is actually the ninth one um basing your self-worth on friends and family and the reason i had this separately from how others view you is because i feel like how your friends and family view you actually have like it has a little bit of basis because i mean those are the people that know you the best so if those people are like, mm, Nito, I think you should, like, you know, maybe change your attitude or change the way you think of, not think about something, but like change your attitude. Or like if you've been acting off recently and they're just like, mm, like I value their opinion, which is why I put this separately because I don't value other people's opinion, but I value the opinion of my friends and family, especially my family. Um, so I think that has a little bit of basis but again the issue with that is that like not everybody like i'm blessed to have a good family and like a really nice supportive family and we get along like really well but then the problem is that not everybody has that so i feel like that's why it's on nine because some people's parents are horrible and i don't think you should base your self-worth off of horrible people some people's siblings are horrible i don't think you should base your self-worth on the fact that your sibling called you dumb one day. Like, that's really dumb of you. If you do that, seriously. I was about to say get help. <laughs> but that's really mean. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, get help in the way that... I don't know. Think... Like, don't think like that. Why would you... Like, my siblings say sometimes... Say the most out-of-pocket things when they're mad. And the thing is... I used to let it affect me until I realized that I do the same. And they don't let what I say affect them... So then it's kind of like, I don't know, because, like, you'll fight with your siblings and then you'll be fine five minutes later. So then it's like, whatever is said, like, it's just forgotten. And I feel like that's why you really shouldn't let it affect you because people say dumb stuff. I say dumb stuff that I don't mean. And then (laughs) that's something I should probably work on. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, just don't think about what others say about you. Seriously, it's... People are going to run their mouth. That's their job. I run my mouth. I am people. So if I called you dumb, don't take it to heart. If I called you 
weird. <laughs> Don't take it to heart because it's just, it's not that deep, honestly. I should probably stop calling people weird. But, yeah. So there's like a learning experience on both sides. You shouldn't, if you're the person that's letting yourself worth be dependent on other people, stop. And if you're the one saying mean stuff to other people and letting it define their self-worth, you need to also stop. There's a problem on both sides. Um, one is obviously worse than the other and easier to fix. But, you know, and plus like years of bullying or like if you've been bullied in elementary or like even if you're being bullied now, it, this like that affects you for a really, really long time. And I feel like a lot of people, or I've seen a lot of people like have their self-worth be defined by their past experiences or, or how other people have treated them in the past. And then it's kind of like those people might have moved on. And plus, like oftentimes, I mean, you always learn about this at school, like bullies have their own trauma going on at home. So then it's kind of like, you know, it's just a cycle. And I feel like if you can break away from that cycle and finally start defining yourself on something more concrete or things you can actually change and improve about yourself it's much more healthier than having factors that you cannot control because that just I don't know it just doesn't make sense to me but I feel like it's easier for me to say even though I define myself worth or I often often catch myself defining myself worth on what others think of me I mean I did for the longest time and I feel like now I've just realized who cares honestly genuinely who cares I feel like this is, I'm just going to be saying this the entire episode because genuinely, like, who cares? We're all going, okay, this might sound really bleak, but we're all going to die. Especially with the war and everything. Like, seriously, no one's going to stay here. In 50 years, when you're old and in a retirement home, I'm not going to think about that one person in my class in second grade that called me stupid. You know, I mean, I might now, but in 50 years, I'm going to be living my life. You know, and they're going to be living their life. They didn't, I'm pretty sure the other person isn't even thinking of it. They forgot. So why are you still staying at home crying over how someone called you ugly in second grade? That's move on. <laughs> Honestly, like, <laughs> that sounds so bad. But seriously, this is a little brutal. But seriously, like, who, people are going to run their mouth. Who cares? Okay, so the eighth one is, okay, I messed up the numbers already. So the eighth one is letting your age define your self-worth. This one I've done before. For the longest time when I was younger, I would be like, oh my God, like my opinions don't matter because I'm du- I'm younger. So like I would often let myself be silenced by people just being like, oh, I'm older. I know better. No, you don't. You don't know better because you're older because I've seen grown adults fighting over toilet paper during a crisis that wasn't even a crisis. So do not let your age define your self-worth because age is just a number. However cliche that sounds. I mean, obviously, um, <laughs> generally speaking, a 21-year-old might be more mentally developed than a 2-year-old. But, I mean, they don't act like it sometimes. And honestly, your self-worth, like, it shouldn't be defined by your age because you're then you're letting older people, you know, like, walk all over you. Like, I honestly feel like... Sometimes in third grade, I was genuinely smarter than my adult, than the adults I talked with sometimes, you know? And I feel like, especially if you have something to say or you're in a position where, you know, in class, like if your teacher's acting like a rude person, 
you shouldn't let them walk all over you just because they're an adult if you see an issue that's something i never let happen to me honestly um i was a really outspoken child especially when it came to my friends like when it was all of us together yeah i didn't let adults or we didn't let adults stop us from making our opinions heard and i feel like that's great like especially like i feel like that's what every parent should instill in their child is that um you shouldn't let adults or even like someone older than you or people your own age like just walk all over you just because of your age i don't know i feel like that's so dumb um especially once you hit like 17 like i'm sorry if you're a 35 year old or okay also let's backtrack also if you're a 25 year old arguing with a 12 year old what are you doing because why are you using the excuse of oh i'm older than you you need to listen to me to a 12 year old and telling them about what they should do like okay yeah like i don't understand like why are you arguing with a literal child Uh, especially if the child has a point but then you realize they have a point and then you don't want to backtrack and look stupid so you're just like "Mm, listen to me because i'm older how about no honestly you should have thought about that before you opened your mouth and started arguing with a child that turned out to be smarter than you and also there's nothing wrong in realizing you're wrong there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and i feel like a lot of adults need to learn that instead of getting their ego hurt and being like "Mm, i know better because i'm older no you don't stop lying whatever schooling system you went to clearly wasn't that developed if you use that excuse honestly um okay so we're we are on eight i feel like my accent gets really strong when i speak english and i I don't know why but okay we're on eight number seven is your job i don't know if this numbering is correct so i don't want anyone doing math because i'm pretty sure i already messed up but number seven is your job now the pro in defining your i mean this isn't really a pro i guess the only excuse for a person defining their job um as their self-worth is that like well i mean if i were to define my self-worth on my job which i don't have because i'm in school but if yeah i guess i'd base it on the fact that how much my job affects or how many people my job affects you know so if i i don't know a single job that doesn't affect anybody i mean every single job is catered to some audience or some has some effect on the world i mean obviously so i don't really know how this but like for example like if someone thinks they're better than you because they're a doctor or a lawyer then or if you think your self-worth is bad or actually if you think your self-worth is bad because you're a bad doctor compared to your friend that's actually i don't know where i'm going with this example let's backtrack um okay so let's say you're at a dinner and there's like it's a high school reunion i would hate to be there but okay let's imagine that and then there's your friend or not your friend your acquaintance from high school that graduated or is a doctor and they're you know when people just like act like they're better than you they're doing that and you for your humble for you decided you wanted to be an artist let's say 
and you're currently homeless, <laughs> but you're at this <laughs> high school reunion. It's like your art isn't selling, whatever, but like the day you sell one, you're going to be rich. So, but that's not the point of this example. The point is that let's say you chose to pursue painting or art, I guess, I guess would be the right term. And you're currently broke, homeless, but you're at that reunion and you're telling people about like, oh, I'm so passionate about art. And then this person comes up to you, this Mr. Doctor, and they're like, mm, how much do you make? That's embarrassing for them, first of all. It, like, why are, like, if you're so happy with your job, then why are you trying to bring others down? Respectfully, you need to go back to the hospital and start saving lives because what are you doing here? Wasting everyone's time. You know, and I also feel like, um, yeah, I just feel like that's a really slippery slope because, I mean, a job is, I mean, obviously a job is something concrete. You could, I mean, is it? Is a job really concrete? I don't know, but it is something that you can change, let's say, if you wanted to. But also, the reason you shouldn't let a job affect your self-worth is because, I mean, there's only so many things you can change about your job, you know, it's, a job is, a job shouldn't define your self-worth because that's what you do for a living, I mean, generally, I feel like most people, like, while people, many people are passionate about their jobs, a regular day-to-day person is just trying to (laughs) get money to get by, you know, and the amount of money you make from your job doesn't define your self-worth because, because it's money, like, I don't know, you know when you just know something is wrong, that's what I'm trying to get at here, like, it's, like, I don't know why anyone, I mean, I guess successful people are like, oh, uh, they have a good self-worth because they think they're, like, rich or whatever, I mean, they are rich, they don't think they're rich, but they think they're better than everybody else because they are rich, but then that thing happens, they get caught for tax fraud, what are you basing your self-worth on now, now you feel like a shitty human being because, you're like, oh my god, I'm not that good of a person after all, because I based the my entire self-worth, my entire life on my money, and now it's gone, and now you're sitting in your retirement home again, and thinking, what did you actually accomplish in your life that was fulfilling to you, you know, and I feel like my worst fear is actually, it's not being in a retirement home, <laughs> it's being old, looking out through a window, and like, regretting, how my life ended up or where what I achieved not necessarily what I achieved but just like what I did with my life you know I don't want to sit in a wheelchair and be like "Mm, I could have done so many things that I chose not to do I mean honestly but also that kind of fear shouldn't make you you shouldn't force yourself into situations where you're like oh my god I'm gonna regret this when you're older maybe sometimes you should use your logic and just think before you do rash things but yeah I don't know if that made sense I feel like I lost my turn of thought there but yeah I feel like you just, just to stop with this no to this one no you should not base your self-worth on your job because I mean people work jobs just to get by if I work the Arkioski Kossa like I'm not gonna be like oh I'm worse than this person standing in front of me because I work at Arkeski. No. Why would you do that? Why would you belittle yourself? Like, why would you be your own worst enemy? I will, like, why? I feel like I say that, but I'm my worst enemy. 
every single day. <laughs> like the criticism I give myself, I would never give anyone else. And I tell myself it builds personality, builds character, but actually it just makes me feel worse about myself. But, you know, I feel like a lot of this is easier to say than actually believe. I'm painting the same painting again, so if I make weird pauses, it's because I'm messing up. I feel like I already messed up, but hey, we move. Okay, what were we on? I feel like we were on seven. Let's go to six. Okay, number six is materialistic value and how much money you have. I feel like we already talked about this with the job, but I feel like materialistic value is different because you can not have a lot of money but still own a lot of materialistic things. And I feel like that's a cycle a lot of people get into, especially nowadays. I found myself even, like, I was watching TikTok a couple days ago, and there was some, like, Prada bag that was, like, really stupidly expensive. And I was like, oh, my God, I need that. But then I thought to myself, do I actually, like, with my net worth right now, do I really need a Prada bag? No. And, like, just owning, like, 20 different Chanel bags, that doesn't make yourself worth better than someone who owns zero. I mean, I, I go, that doesn't make you a better person per se than a person that owns none. Because, I mean, if you think about it, anyone can own materialistic things. I feel like that's a little, that's not true, okay. But like, speaking in a general term, physically, anybody could own like a expensive piece of clothing or an expensive car or an expensive house. You know, I mean, take a loan from the bank. I mean, the bank doesn't grant just anyone a loan, but anybody could theoretically buy the, the newest phone on like, I don't know what it's called, but you know, like monthly payment. Yeah, like anyone could do that. And I feel like basing yourself worth on materialistic things is just overall really toxic because materialistic things, they go away. I mean, they don't go away because they're physical things. They'll probably still be there when you're old. But what I'm trying to say is you buy it, you show it off. Are you actually doing it for yourself or are you doing it, again, for how others view you? So now, I guess all these really just like link together because um, if you're basing yourself worth on your materialistic things, you're probably buying materialistic things so others view you as richer or, you know, and this goes back to how others view you. I feel like all these are linked but yeah your money status how much money you have in the bank how much how much stuff you own doesn't define who you are as a person or your self-worth because self-worth is how you view yourself at the end of the day so why would you let anybody else decide that for you i've said this 10 million times now okay let's move on to the next one i don't know what we're on six five Okay, five one is good. Okay, um, so basing your self worth on how much, okay, I don't know the correct terms for this. How much, the gender you are attracted to views you. Okay, I messed that up. How, not how much the opposite gender views you, but how. How the opposite or the gender you are attracted to views you. There's a lot of problems with that. Again, that goes into like how others view you, but I feel like this is particularly bad because this is the top 10 worst things to base your thing in. I feel like this is particularly bad because it's like, this is on, 
on I feel like this is particularly bad because it's based on not only how others view you but how I don't know how to articulate this not only on how others view you but also how um I guess like the manner in which they view you like this is obviously a more like sexual way that people view you and I feel like that's just so toxic because not only are you I mean technically objectifying yourself which is you know but I mean it's the serious thing that a lot of people do and I feel like why would you want to please well obviously there is like it's not why obviously you everybody not everybody but generally the general public a general person wants to um be found attractive by the gender i don't know if gender is the right term here the opposite sex or whatever um that is attractive to them or they are attracted to obviously they want to attract them or be seen as attractive by them but um i don't know that's just so like that's again like other booing you and also like objectifying yourself why would you diminish your self-worth to how a particular set of people view you especially girls that are into guys like why would you let a man decide or men in general decide what kind of like what your worth is as a person because what like why and i feel like like men have the worst opinion (laughs) sorry (laughs) i feel like um okay let me backtrack that was getting a little bit okay i feel like um certain people in both genders just have really bad taste and i'm not saying if people like you they have bad taste which mm, (laughs) i'm just saying like i really don't understand why you would do that to yourself like why would you put yourself through that first of all that's i feel like that's a trauma or waiting to happen and also just live your life like the thing is the right person will like you for who you are however cringy that sounds but it's actually true so why would you want to base your self-worth on how people you don't even care about or people you aren't even necessarily attracted to view you like you're not gonna obviously like if you're a girl into eyes you're not not gonna be attracted to every single guy so why would you let the whole population of guys affect how you view yourself it's kind of dumb i mean but even also like if you have a boyfriend letting your boyfriend um be the basis of your self-worth is also really dumb because once that person leaves uh, you're done like (laughs) what are you gonna do you're just gonna sit there and cry and be like oh my god like what who am i now like you know and also like i feel like a lot of people especially in relationships that are super long let themselves be like i want to say dictated but like but in a certain sense like controlled by the other person's opinion because they value it so much but then it's i also don't think you should ever value someone else's opinion over your own you know and i feel like if there's if if you're really into someone and they just like you're always gonna find someone else i feel like a lot of times people forget that i feel like i'm going off topic here but like i feel like a lot of times people forget that there's always going to be someone else like the world doesn't end just because that one guy out of like three billion i don't know if that's the actual population of men but or a woman whoever you talk to you know 
um you know there's so many people out there seriously it's like why are you crying over the your neighbor <laughs> because i'm sorry to <laughs> break it to you but your neighbor is not your soulmate i'm sorry there is no way but you know when i was little i actually used to be scared that i was like what if my soulmate like what if they're living in a tribe in the middle of the jungle like i'm never going to meet them but then I realized that person probably doesn't speak the same language. So even if I were to... Also, yeah, like, what if your soulmate speaks a different language than you? Like, what do you... Like, obviously, then you're not soulmates. <laughs> because you don't... Um, There's no way for you to interact. Okay, I guess that was my faulty judgment. I see the problem with how I thought if when I was younger. Because how would that even work? I mean, I feel like your soulmate would probably speak the same language as you. But what if they didn't? Seriously. This is a serious concern. I actually don't know. That's kind of... I feel like... I mean, I guess that depends on whether you think that soulmates are pre, pre-chosen. pre If it's like fate or something. Because, I mean, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, don't even believe there is a soulmate. I don't know if I believe there is one, honestly. Because I feel like anyone can... I feel, honestly, I believe that you can learn to love anybody. And... By anybody, I mean people with a moral compass. This doesn't include dictators. This doesn't include murderers or rapists or other weird people. Um, but like in general, like a normal human being with a normal moral compass, with a normal functioning brain. Um, I feel like, okay, maybe that was a little mean. I mean, not everybody has a normally functioning brain, but I do believe that honestly i feel like given enough time people you can learn to love anybody because i mean loving someone is it's just seeing the best in them and um accepting them for who they are and uh, you know it's just it's not really all that i say it's not all that complicated but it is really complicated but i like when i was younger i genuinely used to i i feel like i still believe this to some extent that if you put two people in a room together like as a social experiment this is not like torture or anything <laughs> if you put two people into a room together for let's say like a month you provide them okay you provide them with food and stuff you know like i feel like in forced close proximity you can like find it in yourself to like love that person or maybe it's just my faulty brain but like especially when people go through trauma together like how do you not how do people not fall in love? I honestly believe they fall in love because like trauma bonding is a serious thing. Okay, maybe trauma bonding and like love is different, you know, but I mean you learn to I don't know, I feel like you can learn to love someone. I feel like a lot of people might disagree with that, but I genuinely believe like because I mean unless the person is seriously like weird and like not your type and also talking about tribes. Like, some people just don't have a type. Which is, I mean, type... I feel like a type is just you limiting your options. <laughs> you know? Um. Okay, I'm getting off topic here. But, in conclusion, you shouldn't let the opposite gender or the opposite sex or whatever, whoever you're attracted to, control yourself first. Because, again, that's basing your opinion on how someone else... I don't know, basing yourself worth on how someone else views you. And that's not something you can control. I mean, you can try to appeal that person or those people however much you want. But at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you can't control how they view you. 
And I feel like that's just a really bad cycle for you because you can never win over everybody's vote, you know? And politicians learn it the hard way. Um, okay, I don't know what number we're on, four, five, but let's go to the next one. The next one is um, social media presence. Now, this is a good one for everybody, especially in today's age and whatever. Social media, first of all, that's literally virtual. Like, it doesn't even exist in the real world. And also, like, (laughs) it doesn't even exist, you know? Like, what? Oh, that's embarrassing. Why are you... (laughs) Okay, I feel like I'm... It's not embarrassing, but it's just like, why would you willingly... Let a social media platform that isn't even... I mean, I guess it depends on what you define as real. Because it is real to a certain extent. And it has real life consequences in real life. Or it just has real life consequences. But I don't know. I just feel like it's something... Again, um, especially from behind a screen. People can comment whatever. It's so much easier to comment something from behind a screen than it is in person. And I feel like that's why this would probably be even worse than letting real life people like how people view you in real life than how people view you on social media because social media like especially the amount of followers you have that's just a bunch of numbers i mean you delete it if you delete your instagram account those numbers are gone you know i mean i guess they still exist but they're gone and i feel like letting that affect or if you're getting having if you're like an influencer like a famous person and you're getting a lot of inf- like unfollowers there's probably a reason for that but there's no reason for you to base yourself worse on like what a bunch of people they're probably like a bunch of 12 year olds like what they think and especially oh my god on tiktok for like i still like super often i'll see tiktoks of like that are literally like harmless tiktoks and people in the comments will be so mean to that person and then they'll make like a reply to a single comment that's like super mean and then they'll be like crying over it but i'm like what that person is probably that person is probably either a 60 year old man who needs to get over himself and realize he's old or then it's a literal eight-year-old that goes to third grade and has to do math homework and cries over it like why are you crying over a seventh like a fifth grader calling you ugly who cares i feel like there's really like i'd cry over it too (laughs) so (laughs) i can't really say much but like if if I'm acting like a know-it-all for this episode, then I get to say this. Like, why are you letting that person, who's literally irrelevant, you don't even know them in real life. And they're probably really embarrassing. Because I've never, one thing I can live by, is I have never left a mean comment on someone's video or post, like, on its own. You know, like, if you, like, I feel like I have, like, if I see something, I've, ha- like, tagged my friend and been like, oh, my God. But I've never, like, outwardly been, oh, my God, this person is so stupid, so dumb, so weird. You know, I feel like I'm going to get caught on that. And someone's going to be like, actually, you have. I know I haven't. For the purpose of this discussion, I have not. I feel like I ha- seriously haven't. Like, because that's so, like, why are you going out of your way to comment on someone's life? First of all, you don't know them. Why are you doing that? Like, it's that's so embarrassing if someone you know in real life sees that comment. And they're like, why are you terrorizing? You know, like, I just don't understand. It goes, yeah, I just feel like, like, even for celebrities, 
Like, it'll be like Madison Beer and someone in the comments is like, you're so ugly. We all know Madison Beer is not ugly. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you shouldn't let social media define you because people are out here calling the literal... What are they called? Like, the... Like... I don't know what it's called, but... Anyways, people are out here calling, like, super attractive people ugly. So I feel like whatever people are calling you... That's also probably has no basis, especially if that person doesn't know you in real life. So honestly, just ignore it and don't let it define your self-worth because that's so... Like, why would you let it do that? Why would you let someone else have that kind of power over you? That's just... Don't do it. Seriously. Don't do it. Um. Okay, so I don't know where we are at. Four? Five? I feel like we're on four. I feel like I'm messing up this painting, but it's okay. Um... Okay, four or five? Um, four is academic validation. Now, this is a difficult one for me because I have based my self-worth on academic validation for the longest time. And it wasn't even like because I thought so low of myself at one point in my life that academic um, success was the only thing that was going for me. So then it was something that I was like, okay, like at least I have this one thing. But then the thing is, you get one bad grade and the whole thing shatters because you're like, oh my God, I'm all these things, all these bad things. And now I'm also dumb. But the thing is academic, like I know so many people that are really smart. Like I classify them as smart, but they're just not academically um, successful. So I think letting academic grades um, control yourself first is also really bad because I mean, you can study however much you want for a test but some tests just aren't going to be uh, like good for you or they're not going to like no matter how much you study like you can never anticipate well actually you can anticipate I guess if you study enough and you can prepare for a test but what I'm trying to say is the outcome of test you can only control so much when you're going in to do a test I mean, you can study hours and hours and hours and still there's one question that you, that like comes out of nowhere and you're like, okay, I don't know this. And then you get a bad grade and now you're like, oh my God, I'm also stupid. But that's just not true because academic validation, I mean, yeah, great. You have school going for you, but it doesn't define yourself for us because there's a lot of people I know that are really good in school that are actually really stupid. <laughs> okay, that's not true. I don't think a single person I know is stupid, but you know, you get what I'm trying to say, like, there's a lot of people that are academically gifted that just, like, might not have other things going for them, and then there's some people that aren't, that aren't academically dumb, but have a lot of, oh, what am I saying, that aren't academically successful, but have a lot of other things going for them, you know, so it's really, I mean, academics is just, like, the worst thing you could base, okay, I say that for everything, but, like, school is just, like something you shouldn't base yourself first on because at the end of the day while well, a school does define what university what college or whatever you get into it doesn't define who you are as a person because who you are as a person should be i feel like i haven't talked about this we'll talk about it in the end so i won't go too far but what I, but the, the conclusion is that you shouldn't let your grades define yourself first because i mean one bad grade like if you're not good at school that doesn't mean you're dumb 
That probably means you're smarter than the average person, honestly. It probably just means your talent is somewhere else. And some people are academically gifted. Some people study so much for tests and still aren't happy. And I feel like um, a slippery slope with academic validation is that um, like you could be getting all 10s or IB grades, I guess, all 7s. But you're never going to be fully fulfilled. And what I mean by that is you could guess your favorite. You could have the top grades in your class, but you're always going to want more. You could get into the top university, but now you have to um, graduate at the like the best in that university or something or get the best grades in every single test in the future. You know, like there's a never really an end to it. And I guess it's the same with money. I mean, you're never going to be totally fulfilled with what you have. Like, I mean, they're just billionaires. They're still working or like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but, you know, like they're still trying to get a bigger net worth. You could say, I guess. Um, I don't think if that's, I don't know if that's true, but like, still, like, if I was Elon Musk, I know it's easier to say for me now, like, oh, I just retire and like, spend the rest of my life traveling. But the thing is, when you're in that position, you're kind of like, I want to do more. And plus, obviously, these people have other achievements. They want to, other things they want to achieve, other than just having the most money. I'm not saying they're vain, which most of them honestly are, but for the purpose of this, I'm not saying that, but, you know, I just feel like you're always going to want more. You're never going to be fully fulfilled. I feel like that's the curse of being human or even an animal. I mean, I guess I don't really study animals for a living, but no one's ever fulfilled fully until they're dead. That's a little bleak, but I mean, it's true to a certain extent. You're never going to be fully happy with your life. Okay, moving on. Um, Are we at two or three? I don't know, but um, basing your self-worth on, okay, this is the last one. Basing your self-worth on your attractiveness or how you look. This is pretty obvious, honestly, why you shouldn't. I feel like this is one of the top worst ones because it was, this was the largest issue for me growing up and like still, I guess, sometimes. Because the thing is, you're never going to be totally happy with how you look. And, like, you're growing up, you're, like, it's just, I don't know why, like, your self-worth doesn't come from how you look. How you look is just, like, biological factors, like, you're going to look like your parents, you're going to look like your ancestors, and I feel like there's something so unique about how every person looks. I even told, I feel like I discussed this with my sister, and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen an ugly person, like, I walk into a bus, and I'm not like, oh my god, that person's ugly. Or I walk into the mall, and I'm like, oh my god, there's so many ugly people here. Like, that's just not... Like, I've never seen... Like, ugly means someone is like... You know, like, the word or the thing that the word ugly paints in your head. Like, I've never seen someone be, like, actually ugly. Like, like unappealing to look at. Like, that's... First of all, that's so mean. Second of all, if I haven't seen anyone... And because I know everything and I'm right, then there's not a single ugly person on this earth. Which means that everybody is nice looking, pretty, beautiful, whatever, in their own way. And I feel like um, letting how you look define yourself worth is so bad because like, you can't control how you look. How you, like, I guess you can get plastic surgery, but are you ever going to be totally happy with how you look if you get plastic surgery? Like, you fix your nose today, you're going to want to fix 
something else tomorrow. Like, you could stare at a mirror for hours and pick apart one million things that are wrong with your face. But I guess the challenge is to look at your face and, like, find something that you actually feel content with. And I feel like that's why it's so... It's a lot easier to hate how you look than it is to appreciate how you look or be happy with the way you look. But I just feel like basing your self-worth on how you look is... How you look doesn't define who you are. And also, everybody looks nice. Like, I've never seen a bad-looking person, so... Like, why worry about it, honestly? And I feel like it's so cool to look... Like, it's kind of sad when people... Like, obviously, people can get plastic surgery for their own opinions and... You know, I don't think anybody else should get to control why or if another person can get, get, like, cosmetic surgery. But I feel like there's something so cool about looking like your ancestors. Like, that's that's a historical aspect. Like, you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh my god, like, this combination of my ancestors and my parents and my grandparents. Like, you know, it's... And plus, calling yourself ugly is mean to your parents. Like, if my child called them, I'd be like, excuse me, like, that's rude. Not only did you just hate on yourself, but you offended an entire lineage of people that came before you. You know, and obviously you don't look like your great-great-great-grandfather, but, like, the point is that it's like, I don't know, it's just like this thing. I'm really not good at talking about this stuff, but, yeah, you definitely shouldn't base your self-worth on how you look because of all the things that I just said and I'm always right and also no matter what anyone tells you you're not ugly like the Selena Gomez song I don't remember what it's called anymore but who says I'm not gonna sing (laughs) I'm not going to sing it but you get my point you know who who is anyone else to tell you you're unattractive honestly if someone says that, tell them to shut up and go look at... I'm just kidding. Don't tell them to look at yourself. You're continuing the cycle. That's not what you're supposed to do. Kill them with kindness. And I just quoted Selena Gomez again. So, yeah. Uh, that's just uh, that's just not something you should do. For obvious reasons. You're not... Like, not a single person is ugly, honestly. And... Like, you're gonna look different. Like, sometimes I feel like I have days where I look worse than I normally do. And if on that day I decided, oh my god, I'm not worth anything today. Then you're gonna let everybody walk all over you and take advantage of you. And, you know, like, why would you let anyone... Why would you give over your power over something so... Like, something you can't even change. Like, that's so dumb. Like, you give away your power the moment you step out of your house if you decide you're not worth anything that day and what are you going to accomplish in that day where you've literally just decided you're not worth anything even like affection or um you know i feel like i say you know a lot (laughs) on the person listening it's like i actually don't know what you've been saying for 47 minutes um but yeah okay so the last thing i'm going to say before i finish this is that something is um i guess it's like a little oh my god why am i forgetting words today a little um not an opinion like what is it called when an opinion is supposed to help somebody recommendation no i don't remember the word i'm looking for now but what you should maybe base yourself worth on like a solution to a lot of problems we discussed is 
your own opinion. And also, this includes, well, by your own opinion, I don't mean your own opinion on how you look or your own opinion on how others view you, but like factors you can control. And this includes how kind you are to people, how, like, that sounds so cliche, but it's true. And like how you treat people and how, like, your willingness to forgive people. And I feel like those are so, so much more concrete things you could base yourself for on because that's something you can control. That's something you can fix day by day or like improve on not even fix improve on day by day you know so it's it's a lot rather than giving the power of your self-worth over to somebody else why not control it yourself and you know give yourself the ability to decide your self-worth but yeah that's all i have to say today my mouth is so dry from all the talking i've done but Hopefully that helped someone out there. Maybe they'll someone will listen to this in 15 years and be like, oh my god, she's so smart. I know. <laughs> just kidding. I'm actually really dumb. But just kidding. I'm really smart. I feel like I just ruined everything I talked about. <laughs> but honestly, wake up in the morning, say some self-good affirmations. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm a kind... Okay, saying you're a kind person doesn't make you a kind person. But for the purpose of this... Look in front of the mirror and t- name five things you like about yourself. And not something like, oh, I have nice eyes or I have nice brows. My brows look nice today. No, but like something more like something more about your personality, about who you are as a person. So like, I like the way I treat others or um, I think, I don't know what good self-affirmations are. <laughs> that says a lot about myself, but we're going to Google it real quick. Good affirmations. I am successful. I am confident. See, these are I, just saying these now makes me feel a lot better. I am brave. I am kind. I am smart. Today is a great day. Or you can even like say like I am doing my best. I'm trying, and that's what matters, honestly, because it's not about what you succeed or like what you succeeded in and what you achieved, but it's the fact that you at least tried. Because I feel like a lot of people can't say that. But if you tried, you can say that. That's a that's a small step, but a big victory. That's not how it goes. Now the saying goes, but I just said it like that. So that is how saying goes, if I said so. And you can say, I believe in myself. You know, just these good things about yourself. Because why would you let someone else bring you down? Honestly, who cares what anybody thinks? I cannot stress it enough. Everybody, like, people don't... Who cares what someone thinks? Genuinely, like, why let someone else control how you think about yourself? Yeah, and if you identify with any of the self... If you're basing your thing on uh, your self-worth on any of the bad things I mentioned today, make a change tomorrow. Change today so tomorrow can be different. (laughs) This is just me now saying a lot of... uh, A bunch of quotes or sayings i've heard in my life but anyways i hope this was helpful to somebody somewhere during some time and i'm wishing everybody a nice day a nice week a nice month a nice life and hopefully i'll see you soon or hear you or you'll hear me soon